Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode seven, lucky number seven of Based Bracketology. I am your host, Corey, and I have two guests with me tonight. Seems like a returning regular now on the show, Grant Pitt. How are you doing, buddy? Doing fantastic. How are you? I, I'm good. I like how you ask me that. No one else usually does, but hey, you know what? I'm doing fine. Uh, we have a deb- debutante. Is that the right word we're looking for, Grant? De- debutante? Debut? Sure. Sure, yeah. Let's call it a debutante. Um, all the way from not going to dox him because he's afraid of the internet, it's Landon. <laughs> What's up, Landon? Good. I'm doing excellent. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. It's great to have you on here. Uh, it's time for the world, and by that I mean our four listeners, to uh, meet the man behind the legend. Hey, it's not about uh, the sheer amount of people that you reach. It's about engagement. That's what my Twitter uh, motto has always been. Right. Don't follow Landon on Twitter unless you want to get sad about football, recruiting. Uh, it's about it, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. What I like <laughs> to hear. Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter at DMPN show. And as per usual, any comments, concerns, complaints can be sent to at Brandon F Moreno. Uh, and this week's episode is one near and dear to my heart. And the two people I have on this show, because we're all big music guys. Uh, this is going to be our one hit wonders of the two thousands. Uh, one hit wonder classified as a person or band that put out a song it went really popular, and then nobody heard from them since. Um, your classic one-hit wonder. Uh, but we'll get into them. Uh, we don't need to give any explanations for it. A uh, couple criteria I had for this was any song featuring another artist that was not a one-hit wonder was taken off the list. Uh, so classic example is American Boy by Estelle. Great song. Half of that song was Kanye West. He's really not a one-hit wonder, so we didn't put it on the list, even though Estelle has been silent since then. Um, For copyright purposes, I guess, I'm not going to play the songs. I'm going to really shittily sing them uh, for uh, my friends here, and I don't know a lot of the words to them, so I might have to defer to Grant, because Grant knows the words to everything, and I, uh, I respect your musical taste. So, thank you. Uh, with that being said, I would like to go through some of our bubble teams that didn't quite make it, uh, including uh, "Who Let the Dogs Out" by the Baja Men, uh, "Teach Me How to Dougie" by the Cali Swag District, um, "Best Day of My Life" by American Authors. Uh, Party Like a Rock Star by the Shop Boys. That didn't make it. Even though it's a very good song. Uh, and it's better than a lot of the ones we have on here. Uh, and any other ones? Uh, Sweet Disposition by the Temper Trap. Another very good song, but not really super popular on the radio. But another one-hit wonder. Any ones that you can think of, fellas, that you might have wanted to see on here that you didn't? Hmm. Uh, no, nothing from the 2000s on my end. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into the 80s and 90s one, which is really where Landon's knowledge comes to comes to play. <laughs> but uh, Grant, anything that you saw, maybe? Not, not that comes to the top of my head, and that is 
probably just because of the fact that I cannot remember the names of One Hit Wonders or the that's bands. I just I hear the song and I go, oh yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, or any good. ones that I come up with are also from the '90s, thanks to playlists curated by Landon. Yes, we love it. Uh, Landon has good Spotify if you want to check it out. He has very good uh, good playlists. But we have our love for our 90s college rock. Not alternative rock, but college <laughs> rock. So, with that being said, let's get into our first matchup. Our one seed from... Oh, I should put years on here. That would be smart, but I'm not really going to. If I know the year, I'll, I'll, I'll add it on. 2012, my number one seed. And the song that I hated more than anything in high school, but now it's come around to because I very much enjoy it, was somebody that I used to know by Gautier. Uh, and I, I guess we're going to sing that song. You didn't have to cut me off, make it something, right? You know that. Um, fantastic song. Uh, was overplayed into oblivion um, back in my junior year of high school. Shout out to that. But going up against our 16 seed, which is Rude by Magic. Uh, why you got to be so rude? I'm going to marry her anyway. Marry that. The, honestly, the worst song on this playlist, on this on this bracket uh, it was overplayed. It was never good to begin with. Uh, and that's just my opinion on it. But I am here to be the tiebreaker between you two. And I think this is a pretty easy matchup. <laughs> Landon, if you have any opinions on this. Um, somebody that I used to go by 90. By this, 90? This one's a blowout at home. Um, you can turn this one off at halftime. <laughs> Very student analysis. Grant, any uh, thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you didn't have to cut me off. That Much was better than my, my rendition. That was pretty. <laughs> I decided to change keys halfway through a word because my voice gave out on me. But yeah, I mean, that song slaps. I I wish that he made more music. Uh, he, right? It's just the one it's guy. It's a guy. Or... Yeah, it's a guy. No, no, no. I know it's a guy, obviously. I'm just uh, saying, then, is it just a... one yeah, I think is Gautier, Gautier is his name guy. or is that or is that like mm-hmm. the band name? I think What's it's just his the first guy. I think his, his name is. Just, it's like Prince. It's just yeah, he's one got word. one name. He is a Brazilian soccer player. I was about to say he's like a South American so- uh, soccer player. <laughs> he is a Belgian-born Australian by the name of Wouter de Backer. Yeah, I would have also gone by Gautier. <laughs> <laughs> Which is all right, good enough. Yeah, it's one guy, and then the song featured someone named Kimber. I didn't know who that was either. Uh, but yeah. My dude put out an absolute banger, and has we have not heard from him since. But this is a clean sweep, easy for for this man. Um, that should be pretty pretty easy. A shout out to uh, Rude. That's a horrible song, and nobody should ever have to listen to it again. We'll Why do you have you. to be so rude about it? Because it's bad, Landon. It's a bad song. I don't know if you were picking up what I was putting down there. Oh, I was absolutely picking <laughs> up what you were putting down there. Um, all right, we'll move on to our 8-9 matchup, usually our closest matchup, and I think this is a, a battle of adult contemporary music uh, that we all heard on our 80s, 90s, and today's stations growing up. Uh, our 8 seed, Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol. If I lay here, if I just lay here, which is a fantastic song, which is just the da na 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 over and over again, uh, going up against our nine seed, Wherever You Will Go, by The Calling. I cannot sing this voice without making it sound like Creed. 
Um, but if <laughs> I could, then I would. I'll go wherever you will go. Right. Uh, I am sure 55% of our listeners have turned this off because I can't sing. But um, my Creed voice got me into a lot of trouble doing that around my mom. She hates my Creed voice. I think my Creed voice is pretty <laughs> solid. I toned it back there. Uh, Grant, do you have any opinions on this 8-9? Yeah, of course I have opinions, dog. <laughs> just introduction. Um, hey, just talk your talk. Chasing Cars is one of the most iconic one-hit wonders of all time because just like before this podcast when we were, when we were parsing through the list, Landy goes, what's that song? And then Corey goes two words in and he's, oh yeah, 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 I know that one. Because... <laughs> It's perfect because they choose, you know, chasing cars is a phrase they use one time in the like bridge of the song. So it's not it's in like the chorus. second verse. Second, yeah, it's in the verse. Either way, it's like a, they mention it once in the song and it's not part of the chorus or anything. So no one remembers the name of that song. And obviously, Snow Patrol didn't have any other big hits. So no one remembers the band. Uh, wherever you will go good song but just kind of like Corey trying to sing it proves that like it just sounds like so many <laughs> other bands it's one of those songs where you're like oh is this is this creed no oh is this any other band like creed? i i don't want to like shame on bands like but like pearl jam Stain. Stain sounds stone like temple creed. pilots <laughs> you know you know it's uh right Exactly. Were you singing? Were you singing with arms wide open? I was singing every song any of those bands ever made, and it's not to say that I don't like listening to them. I'm a big Stone Temple Pilots fan. I grew up listening to more Creed than I'd care to admit. <laughs> but yeah, I think for me, Chasing Cars is the is the more iconic. Which I don't know if we have discussed what criteria we're, we're using. Do, was there ever a criteria for this show? You put you through sure. whatever you want to put through. The criteria changes per round, and that's what I love about it. Um, no so, yeah, in, in this round, it's the more iconic, and that's Chasing Cars. Over to you, Mr. Landa. Well, uh, we may need our first tiebreaker of the evening, Corey, because personally, whenever I hear wherever you will go, I think about being in the back of my mom's old Suburban, just listening to that while I'm trying to fall asleep on the uh, on the crappy leather seats in the back uh, on long car rides but i mean personally chasing cars yeah it definitely has some some iconic feel to it but the uh, the repetitiveness of the the piano really doesn't do it for me and i don't know if i could then i would i go wherever you will go to the elite eight <laughs> somebody that i used to know in my opinion <laughs> that, was, that was really nice uh well, i guess i am gonna tie break here my uh so when it comes to wherever you will go for me it's a very like iconic college rock song from the early 2000s what year 2000 2001 something like that uh, and i'm a big college rock guy uh and that song just screams like early like 2003 coming of age story movie where it's just like some high school guy and it's just, like i'm in love now and that's the song we're gonna play towards the end of the movie uh mm -hmm. You know, the, where, the the key change, if I could turn back time, that part of the song, right? Uh, and it, it works. And here comes the but. 
Chasing Cars is a really, really good song, like, unironically. If, if they made The Breakfast Club in 2003, Wherever You Will Go would 100% be the iconic uh, Scott Judson, or not Scott Judson, that one guy. <laughs> What's his name? Yeah, the yeah, guy what? raising his That's fist it. at the end of the movie. They would be playing that, too. It's not Emilio Estevez, right? I have no uh, idea who it is. Yeah, Coach Bombay. Uh jamming out to uh the calling i i gotta move snow patrol on i actually unabashedly like that song a lot um even though the the does is a little repetitive but the guy's vocals is so good and it still holds up to this day whereas i kind of agree with grant whereas wherever you will go just sounds like creed yeah, Did I you make a playlist start. with these songs? Because I definitely want to. Uh, <laughs> want a one-hit wonder playlist? Uh, yeah, we can do that. That's not a problem. Yeah. Um, I was yeah. actually shocked that Wherever You Will Go is on this list because I did not know it's from the 2000s. It's so 90s in its sound. It, it's like, I think it's from the year 2000. And that's, it, it. I think it's on my 90s college rock playlist because it sounds so 90s, you know? Uh, but we'll move on. I think those are those are good, both good songs, but one just has a little bit of an edge. Our four seed uh, is "Bad Day" by Daniel Powder, one of the more iconic one-hit wonders. Cause you had a bad day, yeah, something something down. I don't know. Um, the one thing I know uh, specifically about this song, one of my very very good friends from back home, his dad has requested this song be played at his funeral. Um, which is kind of dark, but also very funny at the same time. So I, I'm a big fan of that. Um, going up against our 13 seed, uh, Bobby Schmurda, uh, hot boy fella. <laughs> um, not trying to get canceled, but it's that you know, hot hot fella. Um, that song was what 2013 maybe. Uh, or 2014 really blew up that summer and it's probably 2014 and man that song was great uh the one that goes about a week ago and that's really all i can think of from that song grant if you have anything else um yeah my favorite line in the entire song is when he goes i've been selling crack since like the fifth grade (laughs) (laughs) well bobby schmurda is in prison now so (laughs) maybe bobby he gets out this year He's Maybe supposed to be as, as if my memory serves me right. He's he gets out in uh, December 2020. Well, now we can go back mm. to selling crack. <laughs> Landon, you have any thoughts? Now Bobby Schmurda's having a bad day. He's getting left in this round, and Daniel Powder's moving on. Oh, is he selling the Daniel Powder? Is the real question. Ooh. Ooh. I, was, <laughs> I was about to say, you, well, you, you kind of stole my joke, but Daniel Powder sounds like the fake name you save your Coke dealer as in your phone. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Bobby Schmurda, the source of a lot of memes, the source of a lot of, um, yes. The money dance? A lot of dances that, uh, that NFL players did when they scored touchdowns that uh, all, a lot of us did at fraternity house parties, but... Uh, He's not going to be dancing in any end zones in this bracket. Unfortunately. I, uh, when I worked in minor league baseball in 2014 is when that song really blew up. And I remember doing the shmoney dance on top of a dugout in one game. And my boss is like, what, what was that, man? This was supposed to do the chicken dance. And I was like, no, no, it's just the shmoney dance. <laughs> uh, that was a whole thing. 
uh, Grant, up to you, man. Yeah, I'm going to move Bobby Shmurda forward. Uh, oh, wow. Such a, such a fun song. Like, this this was, like, peak, just, like, get hype. Obviously, there were, like, hype songs before, but it's, like, one of the most hype songs of that era. I want to say, if this song came on and you were at a party in college, um, you were probably getting doused in beer. But, yeah. Oh, my Lord. Actually, hold <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, I know what you're thinking, Grant. I've just thought the same thing you did. I'm on the same wavelength as you. Are you? Because what I'm doing is I'm reading the lyrics, and I think I got it wrong. He doesn't you're say. Reading the lyrics. He That's doesn't say. Crazy. I've been selling crack since the fifth grade. He says you ain't seen these kicks since like the fifth grade. Maybe it's uh, a clean version. Mandela effect. Uh, no, this is not the clean version. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, that's actually not what I was thinking, Grant. I was thinking when when Landon said at a, a frat party getting beer dumped on you, my first instinct was thinking, oh, Mo Bamba, and I was like, oh, right, that probably could have been on here as well. But I think it's too early to have a verdict on Sheck West. Um, he's got time. He's, he's got, got time. time as Maybe much too about- early to to uh. To you know, call Bobby Schmurter one hit wonder. He gets out this year. I hope he does put another one out that's as good as that song. Have you uh, guys seen the uh, Have you guys seen the uh, Shaq West video where he didn't pay his producer? What? Yeah. No. Have you guys seen this? No. Oh my god, I'll have to send it to you after this. But uh, the producer who he didn't pay for like a music video that he shot set the entire music video to like it was like. Um, Shaq West dancing and stuff and like holding up guns and the producer <laughs> ad libbed over and was like, I don't pay for my video. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> it was so funny. Like Google it or, or YouTube it if you have the time. It's hilarious. Oh, well, we're moving off of Mo Bamba. I think I'm the deciding vote again. Um, and as fun as Bobby Shmurda is, it can't match up to the commercial success and the popularity of Bad Day. I mean, yeah. Bad Day was a mega hit. Mm-hmm. As fun as college was, and as fun as that Bobby Schmurda song was, <laughs> and the Schmoney dance, it's got to be Daniel Powder. Like, I, you can't go against that song. It's tough to. So, I. Bobby uh, definitely has somebody named Daniel Powder in his phone. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move that on. Uh, are now our 5-12 matchup, uh, one that got me in a little bit of hot water here for under-seeding our 5-seed. A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Uh, which is really all you need to know. It's the making my way downtown, you know. That's yeah. a song. Everyone loves that song. Against the 12-seed, and one of my personal favorites on this list, Collide by Howie Day. Uh, even the best fall down sometimes. Even the wrong words seem so right. Uh, finally find that you and I collide. One of my favorite tweets ever sent out was when it was this spring training, when the Marlins were like 8-0 and in spring training. They finally lost their first game, and they posted the entire lyrics to that song on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and all the replies were like, guys, calm down. It's just an exhibition game. <laughs> I was laughing at that tweet for like five days. Uh, and then I followed the Marlins on Twitter because of that. It was absolutely hilarious. Um, but yeah, Collide is one of one of my favorite songs ever put out. Uh, but I had to objectively seat this bracket. Um, and I can probably 
give a nice prediction that it's not going to stand up to Vanessa Carlton at all. Grant, can you confirm that? Yeah, obviously, dude. A thousand miles, <laughs> I think, is way underranked here at fifth seed because, like, it's it's transcended. It was it got famous because it's a a really good song. People like m- have memed it into oblivion, but it's a good song. Mm-hmm. And then when like I don't know the internet and social media, I think right. It was about that same time. Holy crap! Uh, I don't <laughs> know if the microphone caught that, but there we were some that. very very loud motorcycles just drove by my apartment. Um, there's another one. They ride in groups. Um, <laughs> where was I? You sound like you're fishing. Vanessa yeah. <laughs> Internet. Uh, yeah, I feel like... what? When did this song come out, Corey? What, Vanessa Carlton? Yeah. Uh, let me Google it quickly. Keep going. I was really hoping you'd have that on top of your head. I, I'm, I'm guessing that it's about when, like, I don't know, Twitter started. So, like, 2007? 2002. Two? Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, it stayed relevant because... People still put out very trend. What's the word? Trendy viral. I don't know. Videos and stuff using that song or doing spoofs of that song. It is Mm -hmm. like foot to like gas pedal to the floor. No (laughs) brakes. This song is just keeps going. Are you talking about that fantastic parody where he says, make my way through the hood, sipping this yak. (laughs) That might be the one I'm referring to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh collide's a great song too but it's just it's luck of the draw it got put up against a juggernaut yep that'll tend to happen Landon. yeah i was gonna say collide collide's definitely a really good song and uh to me this matchup just strikes me as you know if a thousand miles was the two seed in a conference tournament and they somehow dropped their very first game got dropped down to a five seed you know they deserve to get dropped but they're definitely going to smoke whatever poor 12 seed they face and that's what happened here um a thousand miles i have two words for you terry cruz in white chicks so <laughs> that's, that's, that's five. four words but what's well, five but i started off with two with terry cruz um i don't know if you guys have seen white chicks but there's that scene where he's going and i need to and I miss you. And he's like, it's just, it's incredible. It's iconic. And I echo everything that Grant said. Collide is a great song, but uh, unfortunately, they just don't have the post players to uh, to really compete in this matchup. So for that reason, uh, 1,000 miles. By 1,000 miles. Yeah, I have no like, qualms with that as much as I love Collide. 1,000 miles is just an absolute, like, there were probably two songs that were released around the same time by two like female artists that didn't have a lot put out after it was that and it was unwritten by natasha beddingfield those are just like the two songs that you heard on the radio all the time and they were both absolute tunes so you know i'm totally content with moving that on uh to our two seed uh ocean avenue by yellow card a very strong two seed. I cannot sing this. It's too high high for my register. Uh, but there is a place off Ocean Avenue where I've used to sit and talk with you. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to sing it. Uh, going up against. It sounds like a like a uh, like a letter. <laughs> yes, I, that whole song was like 
emo, sad kind of thing. But that's how Yellow Card was, wasn't it? Uh, uh, the 15 seed, again, another horrible song, but I had to put it on here because of its popularity, was I Love College by Asher Roth. Uh, that party last night was awfully crazy. I wish we taped it. Um, Asher Roth is bad, man. That whole song was utter trash. Uh, Landon, uh, is this an easy one for you? Well, first of all, I think that it's uh, just disrespectful that you uh, you consider Asher Roth a one-hit wonder when he released an album called Asleep in the Bread Isle. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Um, That's a good name. Avenue by Yellow Card. That definitely has all of that, that early 2000s angst that uh, the alternative rock era of that time frame holds. And yeah, it just, it really personifies that, that summer, you know, growing up where, you know, you would hang out with somebody and it, it definitely, it's a song that I think carries through till today. So it, uh, it smokes. I love college in the first round. You're about to get emotional there, Lyndon. I, I can <laughs> sense it in you. Uh, Grant, is this a, it has some single tier. One single tier. Landon misses his summer fling from seventh grade. Uh, <laughs> the girl from summer camp, Landon, she's not going to write you back. <laughs> I used to sit and talk with her on Ocean Avenue. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Grant, this is easy, right? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Asheroth's terrible to listen to. This song <laughs> upsets me. Every time I hear it, I just get visibly shaken, like angry. It's. <laughs> I mean, the dude the chants people, keg stand in that song. <laughs> we were talking about people spilling beer on you, listening to like Mo Bama and stuff. The same people that do that are the ones who enjoy I Love College by Asher Roth. They're just well, miserable people. If we're going by iconics as the uh, as the measure of whether or not this moves forward. <laughs> Either still, way. Still Ocean Ocean Avenue Avenue is, is <laughs> yeah, so no, no, much better totally and more iconic. Like uh, everyone yeah. knows that song. All you that, have to hear is the first like all the girls will start screaming. Uh <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, and that's that's when you know a song is like tops. Is if you get the woo thing from like <laughs> the, the females in the crowd. Uh but that that's an easy one. I didn't think we had to deliberate that one too much. Uh moving on. Our seven ten matchup. Our 7-10 matchup, our seventh seed is Your Beautiful James by James Blunt. Uh, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, that song's about a stalker, though, right? So I think it's a little little weird. In uh, our 10 seed, Lips of an Angel by Hinder. Uh, Honey, why are you calling me? That's, <laughs> I, I'm trying not to do Creed there, but it's again, it sounds kind of Creedish. Uh, all these, all these songs kind of sound like Creed. Lips of an Angel was an okay song. I have no qualms, no, no problems with that song. Um, but Grant, I'm going to throw this to you first. Yeah, um, I was waiting for you to bust out the Creed voice again because I knew it was just perfect <laughs> to, to mimic Hinder because. That's definitely exactly what they sound like. It's a good song. I like it, but I don't like it as much as You're Beautiful. Again, kind of similar to A Thousand Miles, where it's just become very memeable. I remember when it came out, there was a lot of cheesy internet like spoofs of it. And those stuck with me 
arguably more than the actual song itself. <laughs> so it finds a way. Life finds a way. <laughs> so that's going to move on for me. Orlando? Yeah, um, I echo what Grant said. Um, I actually have a funny story with the song uh, You're Beautiful because um, for my entire life, I had only ever heard it on the radio. So I didn't know that it actually drops an F-bomb in the middle of the song. And there was one time where I was hanging out with Tyler Lochi and uh, Ty Watherspoon, and we were just hanging out, having a couple of beers, listening to music. And then they put the song on, and I was so shocked when it goes, uh, I was fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at them, I was like, what? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, everything that Grant said, and also Lips of an Angel just as for the same reason why we threw out Where You Will Go, um, it's just another Creed song, I suppose, <laughs> without actually having Creed in it. So Creed's got a lot of influence. It is. They do. Well, we'll move that on. Easy, easy enough. I didn't think Hinder had any shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's okay. Um, Moving on to our 314, our three seed, a very, very strong three seed, and could have probably been the one seed in another bracket where Gautier didn't exist in a parallel universe, is Shake It by Metro Station. Uh, where she moves it like this when you move her like that. Uh, shake, 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 shake it. Oh, it's such a great song. Uh, um, especially the beginning where she goes, let's rock! <laughs> and then it just drops into the song, and it's awesome. Um, against our 14 seed, Another college hit for us is Cheerleader by OMI. That song is not good, but <laughs> I don't know the words to it, uh, so I'm not going to try. Uh, Gray, if you know the words to it, you can go for it. If you don't, that's totally okay. Uh, but Oh, I think that I find myself a cheerleader. Oh, there it is. Yeah, dude. I saw a tweet the other day about that song that hit the nail on the head. And it's like, if I ever have to hear this song one more time, I'm going to be like in a fight with whoever plays it. <laughs> <laughs> that song. It's a bad it's, song. It's yeah, it's not good. It's catchy. It's incredibly catchy. Yeah, like that's kind of I find myself singing it. Like I can remember the tune and that bothers me <laughs> because <laughs> it's like a drone. Like uh, I'd imagine it's, like having uh, tinnitus. That's that's what yeah, I was looking for. That's a really good comparison. Where it's comparison. just in your ear 24-7. <laughs> just miserable. Um, so I've got to move Shake It On. Because I, can, cause I can tolerate that song. I actually I enjoy tolerate it. Tolerate that song is very, very no, I know. good. I'm saying it's, let alone tolerable. Tolerable. Right. Len, I'm assuming you're kind of on the same boat here. Yeah, I still listen to Shake It. Um, As do I. Not too ashamed. <laughs> say it. Uh, uh, isn't that song? Doesn't that isn't Metro Station? They have one of like the Jonas Brothers in it, right? Like no, it's guys. Miley Cyrus's brother. Oh, I knew it was from that like same. It's like the guitar movie. player or something. Yeah, yeah. No, shake it. Uh, let's rock. Move it on. Nice. <laughs> oh, I'm here for the puns. Well, we're about to finish up our first round matchup. Our first, our last first round is six eleven. Our sixth seed, Stacy's mom, by Fountains of Wayne. She got it going on. She's all I want. I've been waiting for so long. Uh, <laughs> I 
I had a neighbor growing up named Stacy. We used to sing that to her on the bus. She used to beat the shit out of us. Um, she did not like that song. <laughs> the 11 seed Let Her Go by Passenger, the most depressing song on this list and maybe of the 2000s. Uh, again, I really don't know the words to it, but I know the tune. Only miss the something when it starts to something. And then, yeah, that song. Um, it's so sad. It's so sad. <laughs> like, like I need to like have a good cry after just thinking about it. Uh, Landon, do you have any any uh, thing here? I mean, I put Stacy's mom in the same category of songs like you guys mentioned with Ocean's Avenue, or with Ocean Avenue with a uh, Yellow Card, where it's like if this comes on at a bar, everybody knows the words. They start screaming. Like it's it's iconic. I honestly think that this is in the same category as a thousand miles where yes, there has to be a six seed, but I wouldn't be shocked to see this one carry all the way till uh, till the final. So um, it's iconic, it's catchy, it has staying power, and if anybody in your life has ever been named Stacy, they hate this song, but that's their bad. <laughs> this is uh, kind of like an underseated Yukon team where you yes. know they're just gonna like go far. It's hot coming into the tourney. It's got Kemba on it, so it's going to go. <laughs> uh, Step back. Bang. Cardiac <laughs> Kemba does it again. Uh, yeah. Grant, uh, similar thoughts? Yeah, I'd agree with Landon. Uh, Let Her Go was very, oh, so like sad. like you said, you know the tune, but you can't remember the words quite right. Stacy's mom, everyone knows all the words. People get excited to hear it. No one's ever excited to hear Let Her Go. Like, oh, this is good, but it's sad. So, Stacy's mom is so much more enjoyable to listen to. You know what's uh, really solid about Stacy's mom? Is the really cliche early 2000s guitar solo in it. Where Yeah, where it's like not really intricate enough to be considered a guitar solo but it's just right. like hey nothing happens but guitar noises for a little bit a little bit of guitar and then jumps right into a key change where it's just stacy's mom oh that was horrible you know, ah! yeah nothing gets the people going like a half oh step up i don't like key changes you know what i see i'm the exact opposite i love a good key change um i don't like the ooh. half step key changes I know, like one of my favorite key changes, and I talked about this recently, was is the uh, the Beast and the Harlot key change um, by Ooh, Avenged that Sevenfold. That is a good one. Which, That's a really good one. I, I mean, it doesn't really because belong in this podcast because it's not a half step. It's not like a doesn't sound like a Disney musical movie, right? Uh, yeah, I get that. That makes sense. I just think like towards the end of that, that's just a perfect key change. Um, I, I get that, uh, and that's kind of why. Stacy's mom is really good because the end just like gets it's the whole Will Ferrell quote it just gets the people going and I think it's it's no it's not it gets the people going and I I think that's just why it's such a good song and again it's one of those oh my god this song songs and it's it's perfect so uh, we could recap our first round Uh, somebody that I used to know took down rude handily uh, chasing cars squeaked by wherever you will go. Our first Creed song. Um, Bad day got past hot boy. Um, 
Oh, it's walking on eggshells. A thousand miles uh, blew out, collide. That's uh, the Ivy League team that just couldn't quite hang. Um, Ocean Avenue took down I Love College because I Love College is a bad song. Uh, You're Beautiful took down Lips of an Angel because it's another Creed song. Uh, Shake It beat out Cheerleader handily. And Stacy's Mom took out Let Her Go. We are on to our Elite Eight, which is where the matchups will start to get kind of difficult so I guess it's kind of at this point where you need to start trying to convince the other people. Grant is usually pretty good at that, but Landon might fall into his trap here. So I'm just giving <laughs> the warning. Uh, the first one I don't think is that bad. It's uh, somebody that I used to know versus chasing cars. Um, and I will let Grant go first on this one, and we'll see how he this shakes down. This is a tough one. I, I knew that this is where it would, things would start to get interesting. Um, both these songs, very enjoyable, very catchy. I personally, ooh, this is so tough. I think I'm going to have to go Chasing Cars here. Just because uh, Godia kind of, like Chasing Cars, I think, or Snow Patrol, like released an album. They just, nothing else was popular. But I'm pretty sure Gautier made, like, that one song and dipped, which kind of bothered me, because it's like, hey, that was kind of decent. What else you got? And he's like, peace. Uh, according to Wikipedia, Gautier put out three albums. Ooh. They must have bombed then, because I've not Gage, heard of them. Gates the controversy. This, it's got or his marketing team needs to, like, get revamped. You know what I just realized? We don't have Robin Thicke. On this uh, on this bracket, blurred lines. Yes. Yeah, but because who else is in that song? It's just Robin Thicke. Jamie Fox, right? It is definitely it? had a feature. I'm looking it, it Jamie, up. Was it Jamie Fox or Ti or something like that? Oh, it's Pharrell. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was okay. Pharrell. Dude, Pharrell's yeah, a huge you, name. You yeah. mentioned that there was uh, three albums released, and it made me think of how, like, what do concert venues do? whenever somebody that's a one-hit wonder plays their one-hit wonder song? Like, what do they do for the rest of the hour? Oh, I can tell you the answer to that. Um, I was at a concert in Buffalo, uh, my freshman year of college, and I saw the DJ Cash Cash. If you remember Cash Cash, you made that song Take Me Home. Uh, 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 it's the only thing. Whatever. He played that song four times. <laughs> Okay, that's what I expected, but I also didn't expect it. So yes, he played it four times. I think a remix of it, uh, and then popped champagne on the crowd. You know what? Great concert. Gotta, it was a great time. You got to respect it. Pl- played it four times. You don't need to hear it that many times. I've heard that Travis Scott at concerts will play Antidote on repeat, which he doesn't need to do that. He released <laughs> Astro World, but <laughs> like I said, with this, you got to respect it. I feel like for Travis Scott, it's not him just trying to fill time. It's because he likes his own song that much that he wants to sing it four (laughs) times in a row. Yeah. I I respect that passion. Maybe he's just having fun with the crowd. Maybe he's just like pulling a practical joke or something. I don't know. But uh, Lennon, you got a choice here. So Grant went with Chasing Cars, right? Chasing Cars. You know... I've been back and forth on this the entire time that I've been thinking about it. 
In fact, I almost thought that Grant was going to be able to uh, convince me to go with Chasing Cars, even though it beat my decision of uh, wherever you will go. But I just think that somebody that I used to know has, like, what it does instrumentally with the xylophone at the start, that dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Yes, that's exactly what it sounds like. Sounds great. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, but what it does with the xylophone, uh, with how catchy it is, uh, the screamability factor is also there. <laughs> Basic Cars doesn't have that. Um, yeah, I got to go with somebody that I used to know. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'm tie-breaking. Uh, fun fact, somebody that I used to know went 11 times platinum in Australia. <laughs> It, wow. went, it went platinum in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different countries uh, and topped the charts uh, in every country that's listed on Wikipedia at number one, uh, which is insane to me. Uh, it's, I mean, is it a better song than Chasing Cars? I don't think so, in my opinion. No. But is it just straight iconic and and I again, Landon, I really like that you brought up screamability factor because I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> but most of these songs that are really, really good have the screamability factor when you're just drunk in a bar and it comes on and it's kinda like um like uh what's one uh Country Roads, John Denver. Very screamable, right? It's yeah. it's like one of those like, oh it comes on at a bar, I'm gonna yell the hell out of that song. And I think Somebody that I used to know has got the the I'm driving in my car screamability, whereas yeah. like chasing cars is a vibe. So yeah, I I'm on your page here, Landon. I I, I agree with you. I I, I have to push go to go forward. Uh, it's just it, it it's just a better pop song. Yeah, my first betrayal of the night. I <laughs> it, it's it's just a better pop song. It's all it is. It, it's just classic pop. And I really I really think that the xylophone is underrated. It, it's good. And Grant, you're yep. the percussionist here. I think you can appreciate yeah. that. I hated xylophones, though. <laughs> and you're more of a marimba guy. No. <laughs> I can't do notes. I can't do the music. I just hit things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, perfect. All right. Our 4-5 matchup. A early 2000 showdown between Bad Day by Daniel Powder and A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. This could be a barn burner of a game, or as Landon shakes his head, I think <laughs> might be one-sided. Uh, Landon, is it is it one-sided or is it a barn burner? And I mean, honestly, I was shaking my head because it's hard. You know, both of these songs have that screamability factor that you mentioned. Um, they're both iconic. Everyone knows the words to both of them. I think it really just depends upon, for me, the versatility of each song as far as what environment that you can play each of these in. And I feel like A Thousand Miles, you could play at a bar, at a at a party, at you know a football game, and people will still jam out to it. Bad Day... I feel like it has less versatility as far as the environment that you can play it in as if you want to get the desired reaction that you're referencing or that you really want. So I got to go with a thousand miles purely because Terry Crews can make his pecs bounce and he sang it. So I, to your point, I think bad day is like an Applebee's song. 
yes. <laughs> That's just the best way I can describe it. If you hear a song, it's just me and the Applebee's bopping. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like an Applebee's song. <laughs> Not that I'm saying Applebee's plays bad music, but I'm just like it's like a Red Robin or one of those shitty chain restaurants. Like, yeah, it's like, gonna... like a Red Lobster. Right. I don't think I've ever been to a Red Lobster, but uh, yeah. Missing out on the biscuits. That's uh, fine. More of a Texas Roadhouse bread guy. Uh, Grant, thoughts? Yeah, I think this was pretty easy to decide. I'm gonna go with Landon on this one. Because a thousand miles is just so much more enjoyable to listen to, or you know, it's just you get excited when you hear it "Come On." Whereas you had a bad day, it's just the, a very generic sounding song. Applebee's music is the best description <laughs> I've heard ever. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that one in my back pocket. But yeah, a thousand miles, you actually are excited to hear. It's funny because uh, you get different reactions when you hear the opening piano for each of the different two songs. Right, like when it comes to no, 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 it's just like oh, oh, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> it's on site. <laughs> right, and then you hear the dun, 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 dun of the uh, dad, Dan. You're like, let's get sad, fellas. <laughs> and I think yeah, I, I, I agree with both of y'all. It's uh, it's an easy one for me. I want to make one more comment on the bad day. Yeah, um, before we tend to the grave. Yes. Um. It definitely sounds like a song where in 10 years you're going to hear it in a car commercial and people are going to be like, oh, what's that from? And then people are going to be like, back when I was growing up, you, you know, <laughs> there are those songs that fade away and then make their way into car commercials. That's definitely one that's going to be one. Yeah. I can, car commercials are like sad commercials. Yeah, well, car commercials. I definitely see somebody like standing on the side of the road looking at their car, like, what do I do? And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I can get behind that. Maybe Allstate needs to contract me. We, we don't know. We don't have clout on here. No free clout. Yeah, that's um, true. We aren't yet. We don't do that. Uh, as long as we can bash progressive, though, because I hate them. Um, <laughs> So we'll move on to our two seven. Uh, now again, I think another lopsided matchup. We have Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card versus Your Beautiful by James Blunt. Um, Grant, is this uh, is this as easy as one two three here? Yeah. Can we go ahead and move on to the next round? <laughs> <laughs> Save oh, yeah. some time. Save some time. We got plenty of time. Uh, Landon, same thoughts. Same thoughts. Same Ocean thoughts. Avenue. Ocean Avenue. Yeah. yeah. Unless you were thinking of James Blunt, Grant, I don't think you. <laughs> what a twist! No, we, um, Ocean Avenue, push it. Push Ocean Avenue to the final four. We don't have to dispute that. R.I.P. to James Blunt. Again, that song is really creepy, um, and that we shouldn't let that go unnoticed. It's a creepy song, uh, and I think our our hardest matchup of the Elite Eight are three six. Shake It by Metro Station versus Stacy's Mom by Fountains of Wayne. Uh, I'll throw to you, Grant, because you didn't really have anything to say the last time. I think this is a tough one. Yeah, this is definitely a tough one. I really like both these songs. It's always exciting, you know, when, I, when one of them comes on. Yeah. That's my new criteria. It's just how excited <laughs> are you that you, that it came on? Does it have <laughs> on a scale from one to ten. Five is indifferent. Where do you fall one, on that scale? One is cheerleader. 
Ten is anything and, by Rush. And ten is Mo Bamba when Landon was in college. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you say when Landon was old. in college, as if we weren't all in college at the well, same I'm saying, time. I'm saying ten is Mo Bamba in Landon's mind when he was a senior in college. I'm <laughs> saying not like when we were in college together. I'm talking about Landon hearing it as a 21-year-old. <laughs> I tested the structural integrity of the second floor of the fraternity house. <laughs> right. Which, um, fun fact, that house is built on mold. Don't we don't we don't we don't discuss her name here. <laughs> but yeah, Grant, it's a tough one. Oh man, I thought I was able to pass the torch without no, actually voting. Sir. Damn it! I thought almost got away with it. If it wasn't for you. Yeah, man. I'm just gonna have to just make a decision and right now i feel like stacy's mom is better so i'm gonna move that ahead tomorrow i might feel the other way it's just yeah. really close it's i get that Lennon, i saw you have a little bit of despair when this matchup came up i saw it in your eyes you didn't want to yeah, make a choice it's it's tough because uh <clears throat> shake it by metro station is iconic all of us remember all of us remember it from middle school. As I referenced earlier, I still listen to it every once in a while. Um, but I think about songs where in 10 years, which one will you still be hearing? Stacy's Mom is the one. It, it shares the same amount of screamability. It's iconic. And as I said, and I can't stress this enough, if you have anybody in your life named Stacy, you can always play this song. <laughs> to ruin their time so uh sorry for the stacys out there listening but uh i'm with grant we're moving that one forward an upset in the elite eight it is an upset um i've liked stacy's mom more than than shake it but yeah. shake it is a goddamn tune and it's <laughs> I, and, and what you were saying landon it's one of those songs that's really good for every occasion yes like i played it at the i Played it at the baseball stadium, played at the beach, played at the bar, at a tailgate, whatever you want to do, or just like in your room when you're sitting by yourself like, or even a road trip. It's it, just, it's great. It's a workout song. It's a wedding song. It it has incredible versatility, but Stacy's mom is It's Stacy's mom. It's a better song. Yeah. yeah. Better song. Yeah. Um, yeah. Move that on. All right, our six seed, our final four. <clears throat> Ooh, voice crack. We always have one of those per episode. Uh, our first matchups in the final four are one seed, somebody that I used to know against our five seed, A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. A absolute overtime thriller this could be. Landon. A Thousand Miles. I... I, I've maintained it from the very beginning. It was an underrated entry. And I implore our listeners, if you have not seen the scene <laughs> in White Chicks where Terry Crews is just bopping to this song, please look it up and you will agree with me. Um, somebody that I used to know, it's a great song. As Corey said, it's gone platinum in multiple countries multiple times. Um but yeah, I mean, a thousand miles—that that piano intro, followed by just the pure content of the song—is it's pure. It's it has everything that you want. So it's that moves forward in my mind. Did you uh did you know that Terry Crews played in the NFL? Yes, he was a linebacker, right? Isn't that insane. Yeah, did he never uh, 
see the YouTube commercials like <clears throat> Terry Tate, office linebacker? I didn't know that was him. Oh, that's him. A very good video. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Again, that's cool. Memeable. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Grant? Yep, I agree with Landon here. It's, it's so iconic. A thousand miles. It's so versatile. People are excited to hear it on its own. People like to make spoofs of it. It does it all. This was a criminally underseated song, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, I apologize for that, and we can talk about that at the end of the episode, but we'll move that to the finals. Thousand Miles. You just upset your one seed, Corey. Oh, I'm not upset. I think it's a better song as well. Again, I was trying to make objective seating. Uh, <laughs> I made one bracket with subjective seating, and I got relentlessly shit on for it. Like, to no ends. And I've learned my lesson, and I will not do it again. <laughs> Smart. Uh, and, wow, a 2-6 matchup in the other semis of our early 2000s, uh, not, I wouldn't say pop punk, but definitely pop rock songs of Ocean Avenue and Stacy's Mom. I was fearing this matchup from the beginning, and this is these both these songs have my heart to no event, no 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 end. And Grant, this decision is yours. I'm I'm prepared to make this call. It actually wasn't that tough for me to decide. It's Ocean Avenue. It's so good. <laughs> Don't you just get so excited when you hear dun 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 dun? It's it's amazing. Uh, gets the people going. You know, I, I'm so torn on this one, but I gotta go with Ocean Avenue. Also, that that bass guitar intro, it just gets the blood flowing, and the the two songs are both iconic. They both have a lot of staying power, streamability, X, Y, and Z. Whatever you wanna, whatever you wanna throw at the. It's board. The first thing I thought of landed was the streamability of both of these choruses. Yes, yes, it's true. But and this, yeah, Ocean Avenue moves on. Have I ever lost my voice screaming karaoke to Stacey's mom? The answer is no. no. Have I lost my voice screaming karaoke to Ocean Avenue? The answer is yes. <laughs> so, I, I, I agree with both of you. It just breaks my heart seeing Stacey's mom leave. Um, they're one of the original College Humor videos. You know. It is a prank video between Streeter and Amir with the song Stacy's Mom, where uh, Streeter interlaces a audio of his sex tape. <laughs> so Amir has to do it. Very, very good. Highly recommended. It's from like 2005 when YouTube was first a thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's I can't think of a song that you want to scream more than the chorus of Ocean Avenue. It, it's tough. And it's not easy to scream. Stacy's mom has been lost from the bracket, but Ocean Avenue wants it to know if it could find it now, things would be better. You get this every round, right? So good. <laughs> so good. Every round. At least I know I'm not the insufferable pun maker on this show. <laughs> I really hope I've done that for every decision. I hope you have too. But we uh, we have a finals matchup, fellas. Yeah. And... This one is uh, this one's tough. We have a thousand miles by Vanessa Carlton versus Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. Uh, 
Uh, this is uh, what are you good, Grant? Is that you good over there? <laughs> yeah, desk malfunction. That's fine. Uh, Landon, you have a tough choice. Yeah, I mean, what can you say that hasn't be that hasn't been said already? Um, uh, I'm so torn on, of genre. I'm so torn on this because every part of my body wants to say a thousand miles just because I love that song. And as we've talked about, you know, screamability, the intro, all that stuff. But I think when you're doing a one hit wonders of the two thousands bracket, you got to give it to ocean Avenue for, for all the reasons that we've already said, the, uh, the lyrics, the teenage angst, the, uh, the bass guitar, the screamability, the versatility, play this in any environment it gets the people going so i'm giving that one the crown and uh i yield my time <laughs> grant do you have uh any differing opinion or is this a, a sweep call it call it's it sweep. it's a sweep it's a knockout uh for what it's worth i would have picked ocean avenue as well uh it, yeah landon hit the nail on the head it's i also i think that the two iconic intros for these songs are really what gets people hyped up for it. And one of them's like, oh, this is a mom song, but like a really good mom song. And the other one's like, uh, oh, yes, middle school, elementary school, summer kind of thing. And that's really where the heart lays, I think. And Landon really nailed that in the first round. It's, it's a summer song. And what piece of summer song? nothing in my opinion um so that's our that's our dub our dub goes to yellow card shout out to yellow card keep doing ocean avenue at all your shows 15 times um do you have uh landon a personal favorite that would have won if it wasn't ocean avenue regardless of what the bracket was doing oh a thousand miles 100 percent. but uh you know you can only play the hand that you're dealt I do think that um, – let me look at the bracket. I think Chasing Cars and Wherever You Will Go was a, uh, a very tough choice at 8-9. But, uh, you know, as I said, you can only do with the bracket what, uh, what you're dealt. So it is what it is. The selection committee was having a tough time with that. Exactly. Up. Exactly. <clears throat> uh, Grant, any uh... – any personal favorites on here that didn't quite make it? Yeah, I think Bobby Schmurda yeah. uh, should have made it. He got robbed. I think he was the one doing the robbing my guy. I don't know what he's in jail for, but... Let me Google it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to have to do some recon on that one. Um, while he's doing that, uh, Grant, anything you think was had a, an injustice of seating purposes besides Vanessa Carlton, or you can go ahead and ring me for that one. I'm okay with that. Like anything too high, anything too low. Hmm. Was cheerleader too high at a 15? Cheerleader was too high. <laughs> it should have been dead last. Game. <laughs> Wait, who was, who was dead last? Uh, rude. Horrible song. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a that's just not even like a memorable song. But 
it made the list because you were like, hey, you know that song Rude? I'm like, no. And you're like, oh, let me sing two words. And you're like, oh, yeah, that one. I know it. That I think that was number one in the country too. So I had to put it on there. I hate that song, but I had to put it on there. Five minutes of fame. 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. However long it is. Just a little bit. 10 minutes? 11. Five. We'll call it 12. And that kind of splits the difference. Yeah, I don't really know what the expression is, honestly. It's 15. Um, oh, man. <laughs> oh, okay. They pretty much accuse Bobby Schmurda of everything in the book. <laughs> <laughs> Break it down, Landon. <laughs> On December 17, 2014, police arrested Schmurda and 14 others, including his brother. Uh, police charged Schmurda with conspiracy, uh, conspiracy to commit murder, reckless endangerment, and drug and gun possession. Charges against the others included murder, attempted murder, assault, and drug dealing. Uh, Schmurda pleaded guilty and was held on $2 million bail. Um, later on, I guess his girlfriend tried to smuggle a knife into Rikers Island for him, so he got more time tacked on for that. Um, his conditional release date is scheduled to be December 11th, 2020. Also, Grant, I think that this would be interesting for you. In his song, Blank Blank, Schmurder rapped that, quote, I've been selling crack since like the fifth grade because, quote, Jaja taught me. Schmurda also rapped about his crew's past and future murders. But uh, the Supreme Court of New Jersey ruled that lyrics cannot be read at trial as evidence unless they have a, quote, strong nexus to a specific crime. So uh, for Michael Buchanan, who I'm sure is listening, uh, give us your thoughts uh, via email <laughs> on whether or not that is an appropriate uh, application of case law. So Google lyrics must have got it wrong. I'm going to confirm on Genius lyrics because they seem to make the most sense. I would agree. <laughs> if, he, if he has been selling a lot of crack. <laughs> Middle school crack dealer. I mean, hey, why not? It works. Landon, do you think there was anything that was overseeded, underseeded here? Uh, a thousand miles, one hundred percent was overseeded. Underseeded was, was underseeded rather. Right. Um, I let me go back to the bracket. Yeah, I don't, I don't have it there, but um, yeah, I mean the one seed I feel like was a little bit weaker than the ones that actually made it to the uh, the final four. I don't remember what the name of it was, but um, somebody that I used to know. Yeah, yeah, which it, made it to the final four. Oh, I made it to the final four, but yeah, it, <laughs> it didn't really put up a fight. It, right. I think that could have been a five seed. Could have been. I just went on commercial success, I believe, for that one. Uh, and maybe I had heard that in the car while I was, hey, that's a good idea for a playlist, uh, for a bracket. Uh, but maybe I'll put a one-hit wonder playlist together uh, for for everybody. I'll Maybe we'll link it on Twitter. We'll see what John decides to do with it, um, or if Grant has keys to the Twitter now. But follow us on Twitter. We'll put out this uh, and look forward to a new series for me and Grant. We're uh, we're gonna do some dumb stuff. This is the first I'm hearing about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good, good jokes. Uh, but yeah, uh, any any comments or any thoughts of your own? Let us know on Twitter. We want to hear. Uh, let us know if you want us to do an, an '80s and '90s one too, because I think that's where Landon really gets to shine. Uh, and I'm happy that you decided to join us for an episode. Uh, and Evan, John, and Drew can go piss off. Uh, so <laughs> for Landon and Grant, this has been Corey for Base Bracketology, episode seven. 
and have a great night, everybody. Time is short and the road is long in the blinking of an eye.